taste the Mediterranean through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. Save on Animal Welfare Certified Bone-In Beef Short Ribs, Sustainable Wild-Caught Sockeye Salmon, and more. Find sales on Parmigiano-Reggiano, Charcuterie and Ground Lamb. Grab an Olive Bull Bread from the Bakery. Plus, wines from the Mediterranean start at just $8.99. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. In this episode, we talk about how to avoid overwhelm in your personal development journey. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big G. My name is Greg Clunas, and personal development is a personal journey. It's one that we each need to go through with all of the context of our own lives and apply the lessons that we learn along the way to make more progress the next time. And as a result, it's always been difficult to really learn too much from things like a podcast or a book or a coach. Because without that personal context, without an understanding of the specific challenges that your life faces, it's difficult to give any kind of good advice. And change is already difficult to navigate. It can be confusing to understand where to focus. It can be confusing what is too much and what isn't too much. And while taking on too much can be overwhelming, moving too slow can also feel like it just isn't going to work out and be difficult to stick with. So what's the right balance? How do we approach changing our lives? How do we approach changing our behavior at a rate that works for us, at a rate and a speed that feels like something is actually happening without getting ourselves overwhelmed. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk all about this. And by the end of the episode, I'll share what I think is the best strategy for making significant changes in your life without getting overwhelmed. Stay tuned. Did you know that I recently launched my own app? It's called Upward, and the idea is really simple. Build healthy habits with an accountability partner. It's straightforward. You download the app, you create an account, and then you select one of our trending habits, things like meditation, journaling, exercise, drinking more water, whatever it is that you might want to do. You select a habit and you request a partner. Then you'll be matched with an accountability partner who's also going through that habit where you can work together for 21 days. You can chat, you can see their status for the day, see their streak, see when they complete their habit for the day and support them and vice versa. They can do the same for you. They can see what your status is for the day with that habit, whether or not you've done it, whether or not uh, you've broken your streak or maintained it, and they can send messages to support you as well. You can use the chat to share advice and support one another when you need it. And here's the best part. I didn't even get to this yet. The app is 100% free. It's available now on the Apple App Store and it's coming this week to Android. So if that sounds like something you want, if you want an accountability partner to help you build and stick with those healthy habits this year, download the Upward app. All you have to do is click the link in the description of this episode or 
go to the app store and search Upward Habits. So today's episode, we, like I said at the top, are talking about how to uh, find that balance between the number of things we are changing at once and the speed that we'd like to travel while giving ourselves the space required to actually create change. And this episode was uh, inspired by a listener of the show, Jeffrey. So Jeffrey is a member of the TLBC community over on Discord. If you want to join that, head over to tlbc.co slash community. Uh, But he posted this question, which is what led to this episode. Quote, Thoughts on what would be considered a good slash efficient number of things to work on for self-improvement at one time. I have a lot of things that I want to work on to improve myself, ranging from drinking more water daily to learning to become a better programmer. I also know that most of what I want to work on would be considered habits, which take time to become ingrained. In addition, the human brain can only handle so many things at once. I don't want to spread out my self-improvement too long by only focusing on one change until it becomes a habit, but I also don't want to tackle the world all at once and become disillusioned with everything. So I want to say thank you to Jeffrey for sharing that question. It's a really good one. It's something that I think we all are worried about this time of year, where we often make that mistake of trying to change too much at once, of jumping in headfirst and tackling our entire lives because we want to change our lives. We aren't necessarily thinking about individual behaviors or habits. Those things are nice, but those are tools to change our life. And as a result, we look at our life, which consists of a number of different things, and we make a list of all the areas we'd like to change in order to accomplish that goal. And then we end up with this massive laundry list of things that need to happen. This leads to us getting overwhelmed and potentially not even starting on anything. Or if we do start, we get so distracted by all the things that we need to be worried about and we have a hard time sticking with it when things get tough and so we end up dropping off. This happens every single year and is a massive reason why people set resolutions and fall off by the second week of February. So what can we do here? Well, let's go back through that question and break it down to the key concerns, the thing that Jeffrey and I think you are probably most worried about when it comes to this. You have a lot that you'd like to improve on. There are a lot of areas in your life that you feel like you could do better, that you could be better, that if you could just stick with this behavior or do it this way, do the things you already know you should do, life would be significantly better for you. So you've got a lot on your plate. And you know that things take time to stick. You know that habits take time to build. Behaviors take time to show results. And so you don't want to spread yourself too thin by taking on too much and those things all requiring a significant amount of your time in order to accomplish anything. But you also don't want to wait too long and you don't want to move so slowly that you lose interest. So the core questions become, what's the right timing for adding new things to focus on and how much can we do at once? Now, like I said at the top of the show, personal development is a personal journey. This is always going to be an answer that requires context on your specific situation. 
And so we can't necessarily sit here and say, this is exactly what you should do. But what I can help you understand is what are some of the things that you should be considering when making your decision? And then I can give you some generalized advice. So here we go. The answer is it depends on a few things. First of all, how big is the change requirement? If you're trying to add meditation to your routine and you already do yoga, that's not that big of a change. You're already the type of person who does that type of activity. You're within the ballpark. And so that's not a huge change. And you could probably manage to handle more things at a time on top of that one single change. However, if you're the type of person who wants to add meditation to their routine and you don't currently really do anything in the wellness ballpark or anything in the mental health ballpark, then that might be a much more significant change for you than it is for somebody else. So it really depends on what your life looks like right now and how much of a change you're asking from yourself per activity. The second thing is how busy is your life? How much do you have going on outside of your personal development? If you've got kids, if you're working multiple jobs or a really demanding job, or if you are traveling a lot or whatever your situation might be, it becomes significantly easier to get distracted and forget about the habits that you're trying to build and the changes that you're trying to make. And so how busy your life is, is going to control how much you can take on at a time. If you have a busier life, maybe taking on one thing and just focusing there is the key to actually making changes that stick. But if your life is less busy or less demanding and you have a lot of time to think and worry about your personal improvement, then perhaps you can handle more things at a time. The third thing I would ask is how far into your change are you? Is this something that you've done before and are trying to pick back up on? Or is this something that's completely brand new to you? Have you already started? Are you on day one or day 10? These things matter because once you get through the first week of a new habit, it becomes significantly easier to stick with that habit. And after the first 15 days, you start to crave that habit. So if you're further along, you may be in a good position to add something new. But if you were just starting out and it's a significant change for you, adding something new may be the thing that unravels everything. And then the last thing that I'd want to ask is how similar is this change to your current life, to your situation? We kind of address this in how big is the change requirement, but I want you to actually honestly look at your life, look at the life that you live and the person that you are. Is this a change that is within the realm of possibilities for who you currently are? Now, when I say that, I don't mean that it's impossible or possible. What I mean is if other people know who you are and have an idea of how you live your life, would they be surprised to learn that you're taking on this new activity? If they would be surprised, then maybe it's not something within the realm of possibilities. And again, that's not about if it's actually possible for you. It's about whether or not it feels possible for you. If it doesn't feel possible, you're going to have a much harder time working towards that thing. You can still do it, But along the way, you're going to have to get to a place where it starts to feel possible. If it already feels possible, given who you are, then it's going to be much easier for you to make that change. 
And again, if it's easier for you to make the change, then you can add other changes on top of it without it really derailing anything. So ultimately, and I know this is not the answer you want, but it depends. That is what it comes down to. With that said, here is what I think the best approach is regardless of your situation. I think you should start with one thing. It's much easier to start that way than to worry about everything. And getting started is the key component here. So much of change just doesn't happen because the person didn't do anything, either because they got overwhelmed or they got distracted or whatever it might be. Starting with one single thing makes it dead simple to start. And that is a critical place to be. Once you've started, you also need to focus on improving your ability to improve. And what I mean by this is that your decision-making skills, your understanding of your ability to improve and how you learn, your self-discipline, these are all skills that control your personal ability to improve. And these are all skills that you can get better at, that you can practice. The more you improve and the more you change your life, the easier it becomes to do so. Not necessarily because your life is in a different place, though that does play a role, more so because you are now better at change. You are now better at improving yourself. You're better at tackling new things and sticking with it. And the better you can get, the more you can improve the more you'll eventually be able to take on at the same time. So starting with one thing now doesn't necessarily mean that 12 months from now you'll still be working on one thing at a time because there is an exponential increase in your ability to take on new things and manage things at a time when you are improving a number of different skills that control that. Additionally, as you improve one area of your life, it will snowball into other areas. Again, this ties back to because you are better at improving, but also as you improve one area, you start to crave more routine and balance in the other areas as well. If you improve your nutrition, you naturally start to improve your fitness. And that can also lead to improving your finances because you're thinking better. You're approaching your life better. And then the last thing, and this is something I talk about um, pretty regularly on this show. As you gain confidence in your ability to do what you say, it becomes easier to take on harder and harder things. A big part of why we don't feel like things are possible is because most of our time is spent disappointing ourselves in some minor way. We say that we want to build this habit and within three months we've stopped doing it. Now, of course, we're not sitting there feeling disappointed. We're not feeling the pain of that, but it does have an effect. It's a withdrawal from what I call your confidence vault. And eventually you get to a point where there's nothing left in there and you don't have much to pull from in making any big decisions. However, the more you can build up, the more you can do what you say you're going to do and have confidence in yourself that you are capable of doing what you say you're going to do. The more you have in that vault to pull from when more difficult things pop up. So ultimately, here's my advice to Jeffrey and here's my advice to you listening to this show. Start with one thing. It may feel like that doesn't matter right now, but that is the right path. Starting with one thing will lead to you being more capable of dealing with a lot of things at a time. 
and it will lead to you feeling more confident in your ability to deal with difficult change. But none of that can start until you get started with a single thing. And so my challenge to you is this. Pick a single thing on your list. It doesn't matter what it is. Do it at random. Literally close your eyes and just point at something. Pick one thing on your long list of things that you want to improve and just do that for the next 10 days. You don't have to focus on it forever. Just give it 10 days where you're only worried about that one thing. And once you do, join the TLBC community at tlbc.co slash community and let us know how it went. Thank you so much for being here today. I cannot express how grateful I am for the returning listeners, the people who've been here since day one, and of course, all of the new listeners that are coming through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope that you find value in this show. I hope that I can bring you some degree of comfort or some idea or some value in this journey that we call life. If you're new here, be sure to click subscribe or follow wherever you are listening to this show right now. Thank you again for being here. If you haven't, check out the app. It's free. It's called Upward. It'll help you build and stick with healthy habits by pairing you with an accountability partner for 21 days. And it's free. I, I like. I don't know what else to say. It's available now on Apple App Store. It's coming soon on Android. Just click the link in the description of this episode or search Upward Habits in the App Store. Thank you again, and remember that mistakes are not final. Failure is a requirement, and all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah.